Hello, everybody. Happy Resurrection Day coming up. We're looking forward to celebrating the new life that Jesus Christ has given us. And it makes me think how it's illustrated in uh, many of our favorite hymns. Like, he touched me. Oh, he touched me. And oh, what joy that fills my soul. Something happened, and now I know he touched me and made me whole. That's all because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. An amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. And that's just all an illustration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ how we were blind and dead in our sins, but now we're alive in Christ and we can see spiritually. So on Easter, we celebrate the resurrection. But then what? Uh, what did Jesus tell us to do after the resurrection? So tonight I'm going to talk about next steps. You know, it's getting close to high school graduation and High school graduates and their parents and their grandparents and their friends are all talking about what next steps they're going to take. Are they going to go to college? Are they going to go to trade school? Are they going to work for a year? Are they going to move out of their parents' houses? Are they going to move in with friends? They're all, you know, in a, in a uh, whirlwind about the next steps that they're going to take. Or the college graduates, they're talking about next steps, you know, moving away from college, moving out of their parents' houses, moving into their own apartment, moving, you know, maybe getting married, you know, getting their first, you know, real professional job. Um, or when a baby comes along, you know, we think about all the next steps, you know, that, that come along with them, you know, the first time they... Uh, first time they rolled over, the first time they uh, sat up by themselves, the first time they took a step, the first time they said mama or dada, you know, those all important first things. You know, a lot of times we hear about next steps in addiction recovery, you know, different steps that people need to take to recover from addictions. But Jesus, when he rose from the dead, he gave his followers a next step to take after the resurrection. So I'm going to read from three different Gospels what Jesus said our next steps need to be after Easter. In John 20, verse 21, Jesus said, <clears throat> it says, again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. So Jesus is telling his disciples, which is us, all Christians, that he is sending us. In Matthew 28, 18, it says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So Jesus is telling his disciples that they're to go make other disciples, that they're to teach other people everything that Jesus has taught us and to baptize them. And Luke 24, verse 46, Luke 24, verse 46 
Jesus told them, his disciples, his followers, this is what is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I'm going to send you what the, my father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. So here we see Jesus telling his disciples, his followers, that they're to be witnesses of everything that Jesus did and said, and they're to wait in Jerusalem for the Holy Spirit to empower them to be witnesses. So Jesus is telling us that our next step after the resurrection, after Easter, after everything that he did for us on Easter in giving us new life and enabling us to be born again is to be a witness, to tell other people about Jesus Christ and everything he did for us and to wait, you know, that we can do that through the power of the Holy Spirit. So it's pretty clear. Jesus was pretty doggone clear about what he wanted us to do. This mandate to share what uh, what Jesus did for us, it has a name. It's called the Great Commission. You know, uh, there was a recent study released by Barna, which is a, a company that does uh, studies and surveys about Christian life. Uh, they released a study that showed in the United States, 51% of churchgoers had never heard of the Great Commission. And that's what I just talked about, what Jesus told all of his followers, all Christians to do, to share the gospel, to make disciples, to preach the good news, to share about repentance. Uh, his, this study showed that 51% of Christians or churchgoers said they didn't even know what that was or had never heard of it. 25% of churchgoers said they'd never heard of it or uh, that, that they had heard of it but did not know what it meant. 6% said they weren't sure either way, and 17% had heard of it and knew what it meant. So of all the Christians in the United States that go to church, 17% said that they heard of it and knew what it was. So that's pretty amazing, don't you think? So of those 17%, I guess I would also wonder um, how many of those were actually doing the Great Commission. And I want to encourage you that the greatest way we can celebrate the Easter and thank our Lord Jesus Christ is not by Easter cantatas and programs or Easter egg hunts or new Easter, Easter clothes or Easter bonnet or Easter shoes or a big Easter ham. The best way we can celebrate the resurrection is by, excuse me, fulfilling the great commission by preaching and teaching and sharing about Jesus, his love, about sin, about repentance, about forgiveness, and about redemption. And you know, a lot of times we just feel like we can't do that. We don't have the right words to say. But if you um, feel that way, that is what the mighty gift of the Holy Spirit is for. Jesus said that when we receive the Holy Spirit, He would, uh, the Holy Spirit would give us power to be witnesses for him. So just 
just ask for the gift of the Holy Spirit and the Bible promises us that he would give us power to be witnesses. And I just encourage you to just tell your own story. You know, like the hymn said, I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. And people can see in your life what has happened to you. Your life will be a witness and you just need to tell your story to other people. Tell your own resurrection story. You know, the Bible says that when we're born again, we become new creation, new creation, new creatures, new people. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. See, that's the Great Commission. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. See, he gave us this commission, this Great Commission this great ministry of bringing people back to God. We are therefore Christ ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. As fellow workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. See, if, we, if we're if we not sharing the gospel with other people, we've just received God's grace in vain. For he says, in the time of my favor, I heard you. In the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. Now that was the NIV, the New International Version. I'm going to read it in the New uh uh, New Living Translation. It's very similar, but, but it helps to read it in, in this translation also. It says, this means that everyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life has gone. The new life has become begun. We have our own resurrection story when we give our life to the Lord. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ and God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. See, God's given us a ministry of reconciliation. That's called the Great Commission. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ ambassadors God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Isn't that wonderful? Verse 6, or, or chapter 6, verse 1, as God's partners we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness and then ignore it. See, if, if we accept this gift for ourselves and not share it with other people, we're just ignoring the gift. For God says, at just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. 
Indeed, the right time is now. The day of salvation is today. So as you celebrate this Sunday, remember it is the day of salvation. It is the day for the ministry of reconciliation. It is the day for the Great Commission. It is the day to take the next step. So share that good news with others and fulfill the Great Commission. And have a happy, happy Resurrection Day. Bye-bye.